Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think, and you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday... My newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. And today we're discussing why warehouse clubs are awesome. But really they're not. No, they're great. No, they suck. No. All right, we're going to get into <laughs> it just in a second. Cue the music. There are lots of pros to joining a warehouse club, and so we're going to get into those. And I think you know by the end of this episode, you're going to completely agree with me. We're going to be on the same page, and all's going to be right with the world. You can try to convince me, but man, I have not joined yet, so this is your last chance. <laughs> no, it should be last fun, and final chance. Should be a fun discussion, and you know, to be fair, from the get go, I will say they're not for everyone. You're already backpedaling, <laughs> but I <laughs> love my Costco membership. I think this is going to be a fun conversation today. We will see about that, best buddy. <laughs> I wanted to share a quick story, though, with you about a bike helmet. A story about a bike helmet. This sounds intriguing. It's like the, it's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants. It's, it's about the, the helmet, though, this time. Actually, I, I don't know anything about that movie or those books, but I feel like that this might be a very similar story. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, a, I, I'm intrigued. I never read the book either. A couple months ago, I was riding. I had taken the girls up to up the corner between where you and I live. In between us is a big parking lot uh, that belongs to a church. And they paved it recently, and it's awesome for biking. Fantastic spots to take the kids to, to ride bikes. Kids go up there, play. There's a little free library. It's just like a little hub to our neighborhood. We had a great time, came home, we, you know, went back to living our life. A few days later, I was trying to get the girls together to go on another bike ride, and we were missing a helmet. Well, you can guess as to where we finally realized that we left it. We left it up at that church. But it was close to a week later, at least, before we realized that. Your detective skills, by the way... <laughs> We could, I totally forgot. Unparalleled. We thought, well, the girls will grab the helmets and just like stash them somewhere in the house. And so I'm like looking in the closets, looking outside. Oh, like, I've been there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. I know what that's um, like. But we finally realized like, oh, we probably left it up there. So I went up to the church and was asking someone that works there and like, hey, any chance you saw a pink helmet? And well, they asked around and she got back to me and was like, hey, somebody saw it. Nobody can remember what happened to it. It was sort of this vague answer, and I was like, this is weird, but whatever. All right, fine. I put it off for a couple months, but I finally realized we need to get a helmet because all the girls, they need one, right? 
So that leads me to Value Village. I wasn't necessarily looking for a helmet. I was looking for some yard tools. Oh, I would have assumed you might have gone to Aldi to get a bike helmet, but no, thrift store. Hey, huh? that would have been a great guess because Aldi is the best. And you know, like on your phone, like you think of something and then you see an ad for that like the next day on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. Aldi has that, but without like the, the Vladimir Putin Russian technology, somehow they just know what, what it is that my wife and I need. And this, all this, of a sudden they're carrying it. This massive company just intuits what you need. <laughs> it's incredible. It's so true. But regardless, I was at Value Village looking for a rake or something. And I thought, oh, this might be a, a good spot to maybe find a helmet that might actually be in decent shape. Specifically, I hopped over there and I was looking for one that had the little round dial in the back because little word to the wise, that's how you get a helmet to really fit your kid well is you make sure that you can adjust it. And and I saw one. And so I was so stoked and I thought, oh man, there's one at the bottom of the pile kind of like hanging on there. And I looked a little bit closer and I realized, wait a minute, that's pink helmet. Like that's the helmet that we lost. I flipped it over. It had the, the Minnie Mouse sticker there on the side and everything. I could not believe it, man. I was beside myself. I was so stoked. That's incredible. Like, to like find, what are the chances, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> to find something that you lost, first off, that made it to the thrift store by your house. And then second off, that you know wasn't already gone or what? I mean, just... And then I happened to like go and see it. There's yeah. so many other things that could have happened. That yeah. little helmet along the way. <laughs> Sister to the traveling helmet. Am yes, I right? Right. And so obviously I was stoked. I was beside myself. I thought it was just sort of a funny story. And so when I took it to the register, I started telling the lady about how all this came to be. Was she as amazed as I am? Well, she kind of rolled her eyes because I think she knew where I was going with it, which was trying to see if I could somehow get this helmet back for free because it was my helmet. And she wasn't that convinced by my story. Maybe she gets this all the time. I don't know. So she had to go get a manager. And while she did that, what I realized is that I need some proof. I need some evidence. So I whipped out that phone scroll back a few months and found a picture of my daughter wearing that helmet. And you couldn't see that Minnie Mouse sticker, but what you could see was a chipped piece uh, of the shell of the helmet. So I zo- pinched and zoomed in. And I was like, look, man, it's right there. So I showed him the chip in the picture, showed him the chip on the helmet. And he just kind of cracked up laughing and just let me go with it. He let me have the helmet for free. I didn't have to pay anything. But dude, isn't that just crazy? I mean, I wanted to share that story because it's just such a wild thing. I feel like that happened. Totally random. I was so happy. But then secondly, I wanted to share how, you know, like we've had an episode before we talked about the art of asking for a discount. Episode number 18, buddy. 18? 18. That was way back when. It was a while ago. Uh, But yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to ask for that discount. You have to be that advocate for yourself because, you know, had I not said anything and not shared how excited I was or shared the whole story... Man, I would have just had to pay the five bucks, the, the four ninety five that was written on the helmet with with Sharpie that I had to go home and rub off. Plus tax, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, well, you know what that makes me think of? Like we just got to. Re- well, first off, I love the story. And I yeah, love that yeah, that like happened. It. And then you found the helmet. I'm sure your girls were pumped when you brought it home, right? Well, yeah, I, I came in literally. I was I was holding it over my head, kind of like bouncing it up and down, you know, while the girls were like, "Daddy, where'd you find pink helmet?" You know, <laughs> I, I got to play the hero, which is a lot of fun. Kind of like in the movie Rudy, where they hoist him <laughs> on their shoulders, something like that. Yeah, no, I just made me think of a recent listener email that we got based on that episode about asking for a discount. And a listener told us that their landlord was planning to raise their rent somewhere in the range of like $160, $170 a month. That's and a lot of money. Yeah, for, I think it was like a corporate apartment complex. And he asked for a discount. He asked for a lower monthly rate. And just by asking, his landlord was like, well, okay, and only raised his rent $13 a month. 13 bucks. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> he saved almost $2,000 a year. Yeah. And he didn't say that he wrote some like giant essay or like some official letter. He, right. He just straight up just asked the guy. It doesn't have to be anything over the top. Yeah. It doesn't have to be you know this big song and dance. But sometimes just by asking, just that act alone can actually lead to a major impact in your finances or something minor or five bucks off a helmet that's already yours. Yeah, exactly. Right? It was less the money for us and just more of the like, that's mine. Like right. that, that used to be ours. It felt weird because that's like, am I really going to pay for something that used to be mine that was accidentally donated or... So the moral of the story, yeah, if you don't ask, you don't receive. But also too, man, check out your local thrift store, your local value village, if that's what you've got or or Goodwill. And yeah, you never know what you might find. You might even find something that used to belong to you that you want back. <laughs> uh, no doubt, dude. I love a good thrift store run. Although it's been a while for me. I need to get back into the swing of things. Where's that? Uh, you know, my favorite thrift store shirt that you had was like that... Uh, it's like there's a t-shirt and it had like these rabbits on it that were running like a some sort of bunny run. Oh yeah, I still got that one. Oh, do you still? Yeah. Yeah, actually one of my best friends Josh had an eBay store where he sold vintage clothing. All he did was shop at 
every single local area thrift store in Florida and he would resell that stuff on eBay. And he had a full-time job out of reselling clothes on, on online, which I thought was really cool idea for a business. Yeah. Josh, he had good taste. <laughs> he did. I love that shirt. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Matt, let's uh, mention the beer that we're having on the show today. We're drinking Buffalo soldier by Utah brewing company. And big thanks again to listener Andy for sending this beer out as well. We had a, a beer that he donated on Monday too. Yeah. This is a black IPA. I'm not sure if you've ever had this style on the show before. This is one of those styles that maybe I've only had once or twice in my entire life. So really excited to share this one with you. And we'll share our thoughts on this beer at the end of the episode. No doubt. All right, Matt, on to the subject at hand. Why warehouse clubs are so stinking great. And uh, I think... Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a fun conversation because we both kind of fall on different sides of this issue. I am kind of a diehard Costco member. I, I also have been a member of Sam's Club in the past. I think there are some really good compelling reasons for people to consider joining a warehouse club. And I know that you have really uh, staunchly refused to partake. <laughs> and so let's get into kind of some pros and cons. And I kind shall of, not partake of the Costco. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the to the good and the bad. And yeah, I want to hear your take on, on warehouse clubs. All right, Joe, let me share my problem that I have with warehouse clubs. The issue you know that I have, and maybe others do too, is that I am not sure that a warehouse club membership is worth it. The reason being is that with new grocery stores like Aldi, like you mentioned earlier, these guys are cropping up everywhere and it's really easy for us now to get affordable groceries. You know, And then on top of that, online shopping allows us to get the best deals on the other items that I can't get at Aldi. So that begs the question, is it worth it to join Costco? Or you know, like you said, Sam's Club or BJ's, whatever warehouse club that you have in your area. Yeah, so that's what we're discussing today. Let's run through a couple things before we kind of get into the pros and cons of how we feel about the warehouse clubs. Uh, really, these warehouse clubs cater themselves to different clientele. So that's something that we kind of need to know up front. I've been a member of Sam's Club. I'm currently a member of Costco. Sam's Club seems to attract more small business owners. They just have more stuff that seems to target itself towards towards folks in particular that have their own small business. That like might fax be, machines? <laughs> yeah, fax <laughs> machines. Yeah, especially people that own, like, let's say, a convenience store. They have a lot of stuff that convenience stores could resell in their own store. So it's interesting to note that they're all different. The, the price point's different too. So it's $60 to join Costco, 45 to join Sam's. I think BJ's is 50. And you can find sign-up specials from time to time at each of these stores. BJ's in particular, if you have one of those close, close by, uh, oftentimes they'll offer you a free 60-day trial membership, which is kind of a nice way to get your foot in the door for free. Yeah. And I remember one time you were trying to get me to go ahead and join Costco when they were offering a sweet discount. They had like halved their membership rate. They're going to throw in like a free case of water, like a gift card, a, a rotisserie ch a chicken. chicken. Yes. <laughs> we're going to get to the chicken. I was like, man, this is such a random assortment of goods. Is this what it's like to shop at Costco? That's like, exactly what it's like. Like the whole thing kind of made me think, I don't think I want to be a part of this. The whole thing kind of weirded me out. I understand, honestly, because <laughs> before I joined Costco... A I, spare tire? Here, we'll just throw this in as well. <laughs> <laughs> it, does seem, it does seem odd from the outside in. If, you, if you've never been in one, if you kind of don't know how they work. By the way, I also wanted to mention there is a website that's kind of trying to be the online equivalent of a warehouse club. It's called boxed.com. And uh, it doesn't necessarily have quite as good of deals, but there's also no membership fee. For someone who's looking to buy in bulk or maybe doesn't live very close to any of these warehouse clubs, you know, boxed.com could be a good online alternative for folks like that. Nice, man. I've actually never heard of boxed, boxed.com. Excited to hear that's an option though. So in order to convince me though, you're going to have to lay some pros on me, all the different reasons why you love Costco so much. Laid on thick. <laughs> I will. All right. So later in the show, we're going to get into some of the specific services that are offered the best specific items to buy at warehouse clubs. But for now, I'm going to kind of generalize it. Okay. First, and I want you to know a lot of these things, I'm, I'm going to specifically talk about Costco a lot because that's where I'm a member. Yeah. Although the, many of these warehouse clubs offer kind of similar things. I wanted to mention that employees are treated really well. In particular at Costco, there's a $15 minimum wage. Employees are just really happy there. And that, that's a sign of a good company, in my opinion. Shopping at Costco is, is pleasant. And I think in large part, that's because the employees 
feel loyal to the company because the company cares for them well. And to me, that kind of sets the table for enjoying the, the place where you shop, right? Knowing that the employees are well taken care of and that they care for you. So that's kind of one check mark in, in favor of, of Costco and the warehouse clubs. Yeah, you can always tell like a good company like that, right? When you've got employees that are happy to be there and they're smiling and they're asking you questions and engaging with you versus just showing up, doing the bare minimum. If they're younger, a lot of times they're just like on their phone, like playing Fortnite while they're supposed to be working. It's like, come on, guys. Like, I'm trying to find some tires, right? <laughs> yeah, Fortnite. A lot of people are addicted to that, right? <laughs> I've heard of this. All right, so another check mark in the corner of the warehouse clubs is that buying in bulk does often lead to lower prices. And Costco in particular has a commitment to not mark up anything more than 15% in its stores. And so you kind of know when you're looking at the price that you're not getting gouged. You you know that whatever you're paying, well, at max, it's 15% more than the cost that Costco paid to acquire the item. And there's kind of something cool about that. That's no, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I didn't it, know that. Knowing that you know, in a grocery store, there could be certain items in there that are marked up 50%. You know, most grocery store items are marked up between 25 and 50%. And so you just kind of know that you're getting you know, a solid deal. It might not always be the best deal, but you know you're getting a really, really good deal. And so I like that about shopping at a place like Costco. You know, I wanted to share a quick pro of uh, Costco is that I've experienced the Kirkland Signature, which is like the Costco store brand. Even though I'm not a member there, though, I have experienced that delicious brand, whether it be at your house, Joel, or at a friend's. You know, you go to a cookout and you see, oh, Kirkland Signature. And it's pretty good stuff. You know, I've been impressed with the quality, uh, you know, of the store brand. And it's telling of a company when you see folks buying the store brand like that. Yeah, so you kind of just stole my thunder for the next thing I was oh, going to say. No, it's all good. No, it's funny. It's so true that the Kirkland Signature brand has kind of taken on this life of its own. And anybody that shops at Costco realizes that oftentimes uh, the Kirkland Signature equivalent to the name brand that's being sold next to it is oftentimes better oh, really? at, at a lower price. <laughs> so it's fascinating how Costco has been able to create a lot of loyalty from their shoppers by giving them a cheaper generic brand that they take a lot of pride in. Do you think it's in the marketing? The fact that they named it something kind of cool, like Kirkland Signature? Honestly, it had no appeal to me. And I doubted it until I started buying that stuff. And and Emily and I are both now, hook, line, and sinker, we're like, if it says Kirkland Signature, like, it's good. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's just true. It, it just really is really good stuff. Is, and there, is there Kirkland Signature beer? Actually, okay, that's one place they fall <laughs> okay. short. Their Kirkland Signature beer is terrible. Okay. I, I will I will readily admit that. So just don't buy that beer. But but we're also ridiculous beer stuff. Yeah, we're we're pretty we're pretty particular when it comes to to our booze. Yeah, but almost anything in the store that says Kirkland Signature on it is is going to be really really good. Nice. And so also they have lots of organic options at Costco. So if you are super into buying organics, that's one of the best places in the United States to get really good organics at a reasonable price. Oh, and by the way, you mentioned Aldi and buying groceries there. Have you ever bought a steak at Aldi? I just want to let you know right now, there's a marked difference between a steak that you buy at Aldi versus a steak that you're going to get at Costco. There's just something so nice about the quality of some of the things that Costco offers, especially in regards to, to food like that. And so, yeah, that's another reason that I love Costco is, is that the quality is so much better than, than I could get at, at a local grocery store. Yeah, sure. I'll give that one to you. You know, we don't buy meat often. And so maybe that's because we shop at Aldi or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. But I have had steaks uh, from Costco with you before. And yeah, th those bone-in ribeyes are really good. And I also remember when we were getting those steaks, man, that we got to try some very delicious samples. And I know, I know that's one of the selling points. People always talk about the samples. You can kind of go around the store and get a full meal if you just like hop from one sample lady to the next to the next. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Is that how you roll? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Though there's lots of good samples, especially on the weekends. And and so yeah, that's kind of uh, one of the things that Costco shoppers love is it's kind of the samples at, at every little corner of the store. And so yeah, you kinda of get a little <laughs> fill up, you know, while you're doing your shopping. So that's kinda of cool. Is it infomercial style as well? And they're like, you can actually buy the skillet right over there as well and you can buy this meat over there. <laughs> it is like that, but they're not super pushy, which is nice. And they're just like so, super nice instead because they're happy to be there. Yeah, they're not like if you take this bite, you must buy the product. So right. yeah, I, I appreciate that. It's a little low key. Another big time pro in Costco's favor is their amazing return policy. Basically, you can get a full refund for anything, anytime, uh, except for electronics and major appliances. Costco stands behind pretty much everything they sell. And you never have to worry about whether three years later, you know, your luggage broke. You know what? At almost every other retailer, 
you're going to have an issue returning that. You're, you're just not going to be able to take it back. Right. But with Costco, boom, you take it back. No questions asked. Refund or, or you're given you know the equivalent that they offer right now. So I love that return policy, especially for something like luggage, which is going to get beat up, messed up, and to know that you can always take it back if something happens. I really do appreciate that factor in a major way. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet perk. And you know, I've also heard you talk about Costco's ridiculous warranty program. Why don't you try to convince me on that a little bit here? Yeah, so especially if you're buying... I don't buy very many electronics at Costco, honestly. I think there's just a lot of competition in that space. If I'm buying a television, I'm just not getting it from Costco personally. But the reason that you would consider getting something like a television from Costco would be the warranty that you get in place when you buy electronics items. So you only have like 90 days to return an item like that. Mm-hmm. But the warranty is awesome through the Costco concierge service. And so you can get a two-year warranty on top of the manufacturer's warranty through that. And then in addition, if you have the Costco Visa card, which of course I do, it, it gives you an additional <laughs> two years beyond that. So you can get just like this sick warranty on electronics items like a computer or a television or a major appliance. And so that's super helpful to know that in addition to the manufacturer's warranty, you might have five, six, or seven years of coverage on a really expensive purchase. There's a lot of peace of mind in that, knowing that you didn't fork out extra money like you normally would for a longer extended warranty. It's just kind of part of the package. And and I, I think that's really cool. That's awesome, man. You talking about the Costco credit card made me think of if Aldi had a credit card and it would totally be like, Amex, Aldi Black, you know, <laughs> super luxury, or, or the Psych. opposite. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, it'd, it'd probably be like a like a change purse uh, you, with you, like Aldi written on it. You know, with like store your quarters for the carts. You get like <laughs> free artichokes every year. That's like the reward. I, I would imagine, uh, which I would be all about because their produce is great. In my opinion, hit or miss, but we can get into that at another another time. That's another debate for another episode, my friend. But I did want to mention too that I think my favorite thing about Costco is that they sell more than just groceries, but really there's kind of a certain peace of mind when I buy from Costco based on kind of all these factors. I feel like they have a commitment to quality. I know that the price isn't going to be marked up over a certain place. They have this amazing return policy, extended warranty. I just know that what I'm buying is is a good product. And if it's not, I can return it. So I might not be getting like the dirt cheapest price, but I'm getting something that's really high quality at an incredibly fair price. And it's at a place that I like to shop. And I know that there are some cons to shopping at a warehouse club. Um, and you know what, Matt? I'm ready for your side of the argument right after the break. Joel, I think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes, the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about. Getting your books together with uh, with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes, for instance. That's something we've been in the middle of. But it can really gum up the gears, potentially keeping you from doing the work you love. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, and 1. That's right. Yeah, 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. There's a lot of power in the simplification of having all that information in one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it upright. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. 
you already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey folks, it's Matt. I've got to tell you about something new I've been trying this year. I've been drinking a little health aid kombucha every day and I feel amazing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple and Ginger Lemon. So what exactly is health aid kombucha? Well, it is a fermented bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice and it's super thirst quenching, a little sweet and a little tangy and very refreshing. I'm sure you've heard about the importance of gut health and supporting uh, your overall health. It's something I've read up on a good bit over the past year, which is why I've made Health Aid Kombucha a part of my everyday routine. Literally every afternoon I'll have some. It's super easy and it's affordable too. My favorite grocery store, Aldi, they carry it as well. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped. I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. <laughs> Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash howtomoney for 10% off plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step -step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust & Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. All right, Joel, we are back from the break now. And like you just mentioned... We're going to talk about the cons now. These are the reasons why, you know, Kate and I, why we haven't joined Costco. And the first of those is because you do have to buy in bulk. You have to have room to store all that stuff. You know, when you're getting that discount, it's because you're buying lots of those things. And with more folks moving to the city in particular, folks just have less space. And so, you know, to think you're going to buy a pallet of like toilet paper, where, like, where are you going to store that? You know, there's only so much space that you have. And, in our small in-town homes. Now, to get the deal, you got to get two pallets. Yeah. Yeah. Double the toilet paper. <laughs> Share it with the neighborhood. And then when it comes to, to foodstuffs, you might be tempted to buy like even a deep freeze or an additional fridge for storage, which obviously has the potential for, for being wasteful. I'm not saying that everyone will do those things, but I think once you kind of start going down that path of, oh man, we have to buy so much of this stuff. Like, okay, wh where are we going to put it? Well, we've got to freeze it. We got to put it in the deep freeze because that's where we put all of our Costco meats. Do you guys ever feel the temptation to, you know, be able to store stuff away more efficiently or, you know, what do you do when it comes to buying like bulk fridge stuff? Well, you know, I th honestly, I think that this is a valid concern for some people, especially people living in really small spaces. But for a long time, our family has lived in a two bedroom, one bath in 1300 square feet and we're still Costco members. And so I don't feel the need to overbuy. I feel like the packaging is mostly sensible. There are probably a couple things that feel ridiculous <laughs> based on just the enormous amount of bulk you'd have to buy on, on certain items. Like you buy two jars of peanut butter at the same time that are plastic wrapped together or whatever. And right. they're bigger than average jar of peanut butter. But you know what? We go through so much peanut butter and their peanut butter is actually just better than any other peanut butter that we've ever had. So it's worth it to us and it doesn't feel like it takes up too much space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not buying like 12 of them. It's just like two. If it was 12, it would be insane. Yeah, it, yeah. it would be ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah. I, I can handle two of something. I mean, well, peanut butter is a great example because like y'all, we, you know, we go through a lot of peanut butter as well. So my next gripe then is the distance and the time that it takes to get to the warehouse. For us, like where we live right now, I can run my bike to Aldi and get there in less than 10 minutes. Hey, you can ride your bike to Costco too. It would just take you three hours. It would only take me, yeah, like an hour and a half, like with traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm able to ride through the neighborhood and hop into Aldi and pick something up pretty quickly. 
And that's the other thing too, is with Aldi being typically they're smaller stores. And so I can, not even joking, I can get in and out of there in about 90 seconds if I just need to go in and pick up a gallon of milk, which is oftentimes the case. I would love to see your Aldi run in like slow motion video. Dude, 90 seconds. I'm not even joking. I can do it. That's crazy. Yeah. But you know, with a bigger warehouse club, it takes like 90 seconds even just to walk from your car to get to the front door. And then once you're in there, I've, I've been in there with you. It's It takes a while to even navigate the entire space. They're they're larger buildings and it's just more of your day kind of going towards perusing the aisles. And certainly there's deals to be had there, but I don't know. There's something that I love about the efficiency of Aldi of just being able to step inside the door and I can take almost like 10 steps and I know I'm at milk and I take 10 steps back and I'm at the register and before you know it, I'm out of there. No, I mean, I think this is actually the con that is, is most accurate that I feel the most. It's kind of a pain to get there. And because of that, it kind of dampens our excitement about going to actually go to the store. It's because like a, It's a bigger deal. Yeah. And, right. and it is, like you said, just has this enormous footprint. And so at times, you know, parking and walking in and all that kind of stuff, it feels like a chore versus a quick bike ride to Aldi to pick up the four or five things you need doesn't feel that way. So I completely agree on this front. The, the worst thing about being a member of a warehouse club like Costco or Sam's Club is the distance that you're likely located away from a, one of these warehouse clubs and then kind of that insane parking lot and just getting in and out of the store in general. Yeah, and another great thing about Aldi as well is that there is not a barrier to entry unless you count the little quarter that you have to stick in the cart to, to walk around because they're super efficient and they don't pay anybody to, to round up all the carts. No, I think it's such an amazing system. It's brilliant, you know? Yeah, no, it works really well. So that, you know, you might consider that a barrier to entry, but with a warehouse club, you have to join. I think for a lot of folks, including us, like that's what keeps us from, from trying it out. Cause I'm like, well, I don't, I don't even want to bother with, with joining when I'm not even sure if this is going to work out. I can go to Aldi or, or shop at any online retailer for free whenever I want. And if I'm already paying for something, well, you know, I'm already an Amazon Prime member. And so it almost feels like that if you've got multiple sort of outlets like this, where you have to pay money to even begin to consider shopping there, it, it, I don't know, something about that kind of rubs me the wrong way. I understand that. I think paying up front in order just to have the privilege of shopping at a store, I can completely see why that rubs people the wrong way and why people would avoid it because of that. I will say the great thing about these warehouse clubs is that if you do buy a membership and you feel like you're not getting enough value for it, well, you know what? They will refund the cost of that membership. So even if you were a member of Costco for 364 days of that year and you on the 364th day said, hey guys, you know what? This isn't worth it for me. They will refund your whole membership fee. And I, I think that's really cool. It just kind of gives you, a, it's, it's just kind of another way uh, that you can have peace of mind when you're paying for a membership up front, which I understand is a barrier for lots of folks. Yeah, that is pretty cool though. I did not know that. I mean, not that I'm going to wait until the very last day to, <laughs> to cancel, but to know that like... Hopefully, okay, you know within the first month. Yeah, and, you yeah know. like a couple months of trying it out and seeing like how that affects your grocery bill, seeing if it works out with as far as traffic. Because, you know, again, like you said, like that's the worst part of it for, for you guys. Like that, that is going to be the worst part of it for us is, is the commute essentially to get to the grocery store. Another issue I have though with basically buying in bulk is the potential for waste. I think we might be tempted to buy more stuff than we actually need. And food a lot of times doesn't last. Like it's going to go to waste. We'd potentially either overconsume whatever item we would buy in bulk. And then there's the psychological effect too of where you, know, where you say, oh, I have tons of you know, X item, whatever it is, like chips or paper towels. I can just use however much of this I want. Like I feel that way, especially like with shampoo. Do you feel that way? Anytime you get like a full bottle of shampoo at the beginning of the bottle, I use like so much shampoo because I'm like, oh, there's just tons of it. <laughs> but then when you get to the very end of it, you're just like rationing every little pea size drop. It's just going to take an exercise and self-control and discipline to, to make sure that you're just not over consuming the item that you're getting such a great deal on because you're buying so much of it. I think that's another good point. You know? Yeah, I think people can can get bigger amounts of something and just say, woohoo, throw caution to the wind, use as much as they want and find themselves just... It's like blueberries for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, totally. Running through the items that they purchase more quickly and therefore just leading to more purchases and spending more money. So yeah, I think if you are going to be a, a thoughtful Costco shopper, you need to be careful about how much shampoo, how many blueberries, whatever it is, you know, whatever the item is, make sure that you're not just consuming more of it because you have more of it. Yeah, it takes kind of having a plan, I guess, right? And I mean, and that's another, maybe that's another point as well is that, 
if it takes more thought, it takes being more thoughtful. Like you have to have a plan and that takes more space in my mind or in Kate's mind. If she has to more diligently or more systematically plan the meals that she wants to cook, well, that's not how she normally cooks, right? She, you know, she is a fantastic cook, but she likes to wing it a little more. She's a little more like takes more of the artistic approach and see what's on sale, see what we have in the fridge and kind of combines it and finds ways to, to make, you know, amazing meals for her there would be a complete shift in grocery runs and how she approached uh, meal prep. That's another sort of strike against Costco in the sense that I don't think she wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and if she doesn't want to do that, then we're going to we're gonna do whatever she wants to do. <laughs> You're not going to force her to becoming a Costco lover. No, no exactly. I understand. I understand. Both partners in a marriage have to understand the glory that is Costco. You got to be on the same in page. In order to commit. Yeah, yeah. you got to commit together. And speaking of that, Matt, I feel like one con that we should mention is that warehouse clubs don't make nearly as much sense for single people. If you yeah, talk about waste, right? Right. Yeah. If you live alone, it's unlikely that you're going to be able to get enough benefit from a warehouse club that would make it worth the cost of a membership fee. And in addition, you know, talking about potentially using too much or wasting too much as a single person buying things in that much bulk, you're just going to be hard pressed to get enough value out of a membership if you live alone. So yeah, it makes more sense for a family. Like, you know, we're a family of four about to become a family of five. And it just kind of fits into our lifestyle a little more than it would for someone who, you know, is living in a small apartment by themselves. So this just made me think of a great idea, which is, does Costco have a dating app? Because they totally should. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be so good. It's like the, the Costco diehards. Uh, there's got to be a, like a whole singles group that could totally revolve around the, the, the Costco ecosystem. You know what I'm saying? I guarantee you there's a subreddit for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I bet there is. A lot of this does come down to you and your personal preferences and specifically what you purchase. And so it may or may not be more affordable for you to shop at Costco. It might be more affordable for you to shop at Aldi. There's a lot of sort of tests out there, like different bloggers and whatnot, where they've done an Aldi run and they've done a Costco run and they've, they've got apples to apples goods and they've totaled it. But it just completely depends on what you are purchasing at each of the stores. So you know, I'm not going to completely not Costco because I think there's a chance that depending on what you purchase, you have the chance of saving a lot of money. Also, on the flip side of that, depending on what you purchase, you might save more money if you shop at Aldi. So I think it really does come down to your individual purchasing patterns and as well as just kind of what you prefer. All right. So on that note, Matt, I think it's important to talk about some of the specific items that you can buy at Costco where you can get a deal that's unparalleled and that you can't find anywhere else. And I think Costco does sell some things that have a particular appeal and that could single-handedly pay for your membership. And so, yeah, let's get to some of those things right after the break. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned and sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Hey, folks, it's Matt. I've got to tell you about something new I've been trying this year. I've been drinking a little Health Aid kombucha every day, and I feel amazing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple and Ginger Lemon. So what exactly is Health Aid kombucha? Well, it is a fermented, bubbly, probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet and a little tangy, and very refreshing. I'm sure you've heard about the importance of gut health and supporting uh, your overall health. It's something I've read up on a good bit over the past year, which is why I've made Health Aid Kombucha a part of my everyday routine. Literally every afternoon, I'll have some. It's super easy, and it's affordable, too. My favorite grocery store, Aldi, they carry it as well. 
If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. And now a word from the show sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. I got my first life insurance policy almost a decade ago. And hey, I'm still kicking it. I very much hope that trend continues, Matt. And since then, I've actually added coverage via Policy Genius. And if you out there, you're listening and you're worried that this is going to be a massive pain getting life insurance, think again. Policy Genius made it an incredibly easy process. If you have loved ones who rely on you and your income, Life insurance is a crucial part of your financial plan. Not only does it provide a financial backstop for your family, it also gives you peace of mind too. Plus, the longer you wait, the more rates go up because life insurance rates typically increase as you get older. So if this is something you've been putting off, it's time to make it happen now. That's right. Yeah. And even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Okay, Joel, you just mentioned there are some specific items that can single-handedly pay for your membership. That actually sounds uh, really impressive, and I'm excited to hear those. But first, let's talk about some access to services, like specific things that Costco offers. I wasn't aware of this until we started researching for this episode, but you have firsthand experience when it comes to some of these items. Uh, Why don't you share it with our listeners? Sure, yeah. So the cool thing about warehouse clubs is that they offer services in addition to like groceries and electronics, right? So it's not just physical items. There are some really cool services that kind of set these stores apart. So I wanted to mention that you can find great travel deals. Costco in particular has an awesome car buying program. I forget how many people, but like millions of people buy a new car through Costco's car buying program every year. Like that's how big it is. It's their own financing. Is that what it is? They're essentially negotiating with dealers on your behalf to get you a really good price. No so way. it's a no haggle, uh, walk out the door price on a new car. Basically, Matt, you know, you, we don't recommend buying a new car, but if you really wanted to, you, were, you, you just felt the need to buy a new car. I think Costco's car buying program is a worthwhile place to go. And both Sam's Club and Costco offer merchant processing for, let's say you have your own small business and you're using like a PayPal reader or a Square reader or something like that. Well, if you went instead with merchant processing through a company like you know Costco or Sam's Club, you could potentially save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a, a year just by changing your merchant processing to, to going with one of them. It's kind of cool, some of these side services they offer. And if you can take advantage of one or two of these, then I think that that just kind of puts this other just enormous check mark in the corner of the warehouse clubs that it just makes a whole heck of a lot more sense for you. I think I mentioned I bought my life insurance through a, a company that Costco partners with, and it was cheaper than even I could find on awesome sites like Policy Genius right. or Haven Life. And so because of that, it saved me a good bit of money every year. And it was just another service that's offered that's only available to members. And I think if you can find one of these services that you think will work for you, well, then it just means you should take a, a much closer look at potentially joining up. Yeah. So what does that even look like? You, you mentioned life insurance. Do you just go in the store? Is, is there like somewhere on the shelf where there's a card and it says 30 year term life insurance? You just kind of like grab that, walk to the register and like ring, you know, ring it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on Costco's website, you know, you click through, so through the website. Yeah. You, okay. Yep. So you click through and I saw, you know, saw that they partnered with this company. You can call for a quote as a Costco member. 
and you get a quote that's just unavailable to non-Costco members. Okay. And similar thing with, they have a mortgage program. So if you're looking to do a refinance, you can get better rates, lower closing costs through a lot of lenders just because you're a Costco member. And so, so that's nice. kind of cool. That's another service that they offer. And if you want like an easier way to refinance, you kind of want access to you know a bunch of different quotes in one fell swoop. Uh, well, then Costco kind of has that covered for you. And you just know, you might not be getting the exact best deal on the market, but you know what you're getting is a really, really solid deal. And co- that Costco has negotiated the the closing cost as well for you ahead of time, which which is really nice as a member to know that that's the case. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's awesome. Knowing that you've got a company going to bat for you, they're essentially your advocate and you're, you're not having to pay anything above and beyond your standard membership fee. Yeah. And when you think about those services though, like a $60 membership fee pales in comparison to what you could potentially save oh, on, yeah. on like a refinance or life insurance or merchant processing. Like it, it's, it, those are the kind of things too that, that set these warehouse clubs apart that just make it like hook, line and sinker a good deal for potential members if they're going to take advantage of some of these additional services that are provided. All right, but let's talk about specific items. Are you ready for that? Some of my favorite items for people to look to purchase at warehouse clubs? Yeah, well, you already mentioned the chicken. And so, you know, that one's already kind of uh, like out of the bag a little bit. The $5 rotisserie <laughs> chicken is, is just, Costco's known for it. They're $5. They're just way better, bigger than any rotisserie chicken you're going to get at like a local grocery store. Another food item is lunch while you're there. So if you are at Costco... Everybody knows about the lunch. The price of a hot dog and a drink has stayed the same since like 1985 or something like that. It's like $1.50 in order to, to grab lunch there. So, so that's pretty great. They're also known for their nuts, grains, and cheese. So those are worth mentioning. I mentioned luggage earlier. That's another specific item to buy, mainly because of the return policy, not necessarily because it's the cheapest luggage, but, but because you can always return it if something happens. Yeah, I'll share another deal that I've been able to personally uh, take advantage of. Specifically, when we go to visit our in-laws in Greenville, they're Costco members, and they always like to swing by and kind of make sure that we have access to the pump uh, and, and, and fill up before we leave town. And yeah, the gas is so much cheaper there, like 10 to 15 cents cheaper than any gas station anywhere nearby. Honestly, depending on how much you fill up, just gas alone, that one expense. If you just drive a ton. Yeah, yeah. And, and you drive past a Costco and you fill up there every time, that could single-handedly pay for your annual membership, really. Just the savings in gas alone over yeah. the course of a year. Uh, another thing is is tires. If you wait for a deal on tires, you can get an awesome deal on really, really good tires because again, quality is kind of the, the utmost at, at Costco. You're not going to get the dirt cheap tires, but you're going to get really, really good tires at a really, really good price if you wait for a deal. Nice. Another huge specific item or area to look for is kid stuff. If you're getting diapers, you can get really good deals on diapers at Costco. And obviously, you know, you're buying in big amounts. <laughs> and, and typically when you have an infant, a little kid or whatever that, that's wearing diapers, you go through a lot. The thing that I found, honestly, if I had to say one thing is the best buy at Costco, it is their infant formula. Formula is so expensive. The price of formula at Costco is literally half the price. And it's just as good a formula as you'd get from all the name brands. But it literally costs half as much as Similac or whatever, any of those name brand right. formulas. So if, you are, if you've got a newborn, if you've got an infant and you're looking to introduce formula, well, Costco is the place to get the formula. Right now, I'm telling you, that's like the number one reason. It's just such a good deal. Yeah, I guess you guys never tried the, uh, the Aldi formula or the or the Aldi diapers when, once they rolled all that out? No, that kind of came along, but like a year and a half ago, something like that, after we were kind of out of that phase. Yeah, so we're kind of still in that phase a little bit, at least with diapers with our youngest. So yeah, I feel like I have to mention that a little bit. We're not doing like a Costco versus Aldi or anything, but you know, anytime I hear something that you're talking about Costco, I'm like, well, yeah, Aldi's got that too. <laughs> you know, I feel like I have to stick up for my Aldi a little bit here. <laughs> well, another thing Aldi doesn't sell that Costco does, by the way, is dog food. And dog food's a great deal. You can get, again, really high quality dog food in great quantities at Costco. So if you have a pup, that's another great reason to consider you know, having a membership there. Yeah. Basically, anytime you're going through just a large quantity of something, whether that be diapers, formula, dog food, like all those things go really quickly. Like going back to the conversation before about someone like a single, it's like, well, you may not get your money's worth, but if you have a large family or if you have a baby or a pup who uh, requires lots of resources and time and money, yeah, it could definitely be worth it. 
or if it's just you and you really like booze, well, Costco has awesome prices on booze too. Not every Costco has a liquor store, but the ones that do, the prices that you'll find are, are just really incredible. No joke. They actually have Kirkland Signature alcohol. And, and <laughs> people... Well, you, you mentioned the beer. Uh, that was terrible. Which is, is the, terrible. Yeah. The, is the actual liquor decent? The actual liquor is really good. And there are all these rumors online about kind of who makes the liquor for them. <laughs> and so people say that their vodka is made by Grey Goose. Or they're, they're just kind of... Everyone has a thought on where their gin or where oh, their bourbon so comes from. Yeah. It's super funny. But it, it's actually really solid. A lot of their booze. And you can get it for the price of something that's like much lower shelf at a liquor store in the Costco liquor store. So yeah, if you're throwing a party, especially, and you're going to make some mixed drinks for folks, having that Costco membership is clutch in order to save money. Right. Well, isn't it true though, that you don't have to have the membership in order to, to take advantage of the booze? That, that actually is true. In, in a lot of states, it is illegal to... To re- charge more, like a special membership for... Exactly. For, for liquor. Exactly. And so people in most states can still shop at the liquor store, even without a membership, which is nice. And also another great perk of, of shopping at Costco, one thing you can do without a membership is get your prescriptions filled there. And Costco often has some of the lowest prices on prescriptions. So that's worth looking into. I just want to mention a couple of other random things that we buy every year at Costco. Christmas trees, detergent, sometimes extremely discounted gift cards. And I'm, I could tell you, you know, more things that we enjoy buying there. It's certainly not for everyone as we've, as we've alluded to, but for our family, you know, having that membership, uh, it might not even necessarily save us tons of money, but we're able to, to buy things that we feel like are higher quality at what ends up being an equivalent price to like a discount grocery store chain. And, and we feel like we're getting a lot of value for our membership in particular because of those services that we mentioned too. So yeah, I feel like we've definitely got our money's worth out of a Costco membership, but I also realize that it's not for everyone. And if I didn't convert you, Matt, in this podcast episode, I'm okay with that. Well, I'm glad you are because I'm not completely sure if, you know, if we're converts at this point. I totally understand how that, you know, that it works out for you. But I keep going going back to the biggest hurdle for us, which is distance. You know, we just do not like spending a lot of time in the car. You know, with what you shared about getting the membership, trying it out for maybe a month or two, and then maybe, you know, if you don't like it, getting refunded, that might be a way that I could convince Kate to give it a shot. We might join the ranks of Costco fans and maybe we'll see you guys up there. Well, I would love to see that, my friend. We can go shopping together anytime you want. I don't think we need to spend more time together. I'm that's, just saying. That's probably true. <laughs> probably true. Uh, but let's mention just a couple other ways real quick that if people are interested in, in joining a warehouse club, like how they can test, test the waters. I mentioned that BJ's has like a lot of like free 60-day trials. You can try out BJ's for free if there's one in your area by going to their website or just Google, Google that free 60-day trial. You'll find something on that. Also, check out a local warehouse club with a friend. You've been with me before, Matt. You get if, a taste for it for sure. Yeah. And if you've got a friend who who has a membership and they've wanted to check it out, well, you know what? Your friend would probably be more than happy to have you tag along and, and check it out. Also, ask your friend to buy you a gift card. If you have a 20 or a $50 gift card, whatever it is to, to Costco, you're allowed to to shop without having an actual membership. Nice. Uh, and so, yeah, if you pay your friend 20 bucks to get that gift card, you can go spend it there without having to have that membership. Don't you have to show your Costco card before you walk in? Yeah, but if you've got a gift card that... You just it, like flash the gift card? It works in the same way. It kind of feels like a fake ID, doesn't it? it it's like... A Mc, little bit. Like McLovin. You're just like walking in and it's like, hey, I got this, got the gift, gift card. And they kind of like frown at you. You're like, all right, fine. Start like sprinting past the guy <laughs> at the front door. <laughs> all right. Well, that's like, pretty cool too. I didn't realize that that was an option. Yeah, man. So lots of ways to, to test the waters. Yeah. And you know, if you are listening to this and you are like me uh, and you're not sure if you're going to join a warehouse club, maybe chime in on Facebook, hop over in the group. Maybe we can see how folks are kind of comparing the costs uh, that sort of trade-offs between joining a warehouse club and their affordable local grocery store that's maybe more conducive to their lifestyle. I'm very curious, I guess, to see what other folks are doing. But in the end, I guess it does kind of come down to what it is that you prefer as an individual uh, and what you're looking for. But yeah, I guess I'm curious too to hear what other folks are buying because I know like the weird stuff that you guys buy when you go to Costco. But what? I gotta, I what gotta think. There's stuff. I gotta, well, I know you like every, like once a year you buy like this massive pack of like socks or something like that, or and, and underwear as well to like restock your underwear drawer. I do always get yeah, my yeah. socks and underwear at Costco. It's yeah, true. Emily's told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta think that there's other folks out there who are quite proud of the the oddities that they're purchasing at their Costco as well. 
Yeah, so jump into our Facebook group. You can just search how to money in the search bar on, on Facebook and you'll find us. And, and yeah, we want to hear your reaction to this. I'm super interested in, in maybe why you've refrained from getting a membership. And then if you have one, kind of, yeah, what your best buys are, what your favorite things are to get at a warehouse club and, and how it saved you money. Looking forward to that discussion. And maybe you'll even convert Matt. Who knows, man? Maybe. I want to kick it back now to our beer. The, uh, the beer that you and I got to enjoy this episode is a Buffalo Soldier by Utah Brewing Company. Joel, at the beginning of this episode, you, you kind of mentioned like a, a stout, like some of those roasted flavors. And I'm curious if you're sticking with those notes because I think those are the notes that I'm going to share. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I say it, it's a little stout-like roastiness with some of those peppery rye notes shining through. Oh, yeah. At the same time, the hot bitterness, it's an interesting beer because it has all those elements at the same time. And they're not elements that you typically associate with with being together in a beer but surprisingly it's really really tasty like it did a really good job of kind of ho- holding all those things at the same time together um, i really enjoyed it even though it is kind of an abnormality in yeah. a way in my opinion but yeah i thought it was really good yeah a really unique beer uh so on that note it kind of made me think of a porter because typically porters feel lighter in your mouth which this totally did Porters tend to be less sweet, at least in my opinion, a little bit. Like they kind of have like those roasted bitter notes without the sweetness that you n- normally find in a stout. And so by maybe combining an IPA with sort of this dark rye flavor, at times I'd almost convince myself that I was drinking a porter instead of a black rye IPA. But I like what you said about those peppery notes. Kate's been making a lot of rye bread lately. Ooh, she's nice. still on that bread making train because it's just affordable and delicious and she's got it down to a science almost at this point i don't know something about that rye just adds that additional level of flavor and i'm all about it so i'm I'm super stoked that we got to enjoy this beer on this show yeah so thanks again to andy for sending that our way we appreciate it man yeah andy thanks again so joel that's going to be it for this episode man listeners can find our show notes up at howtomoney.com We'll link to a few resources uh, that we mentioned in this episode, like box.com, maybe a couple articles talking about Costco's great return policy and extended warranty as well. Yeah. And if you like this podcast and you've found it helpful, we'd appreciate your review on Apple Podcasts. And if you feel like we've got room for improvement, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that at howtomoney.com slash do better. Well, I enjoyed this one, dude. It was good. good. Yeah. All right, buddy. Until next time, Joel. Best friends out. Best friends out. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) 
as a high school student. Plus, legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. Top. You would pull the bag out, and then we would eat okay. the eat all the leftover the leftover chocolate chips, which was a lot. Then you'd roll the barrel oh, up so to, up the hill. And then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down. And we've also had an amazing guest like Mike the Miz, Jason Isbell, Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, and many more. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.